Welcome, everyone, to the Meaningful Hearts Podcast, where we discuss the everyday questions that make us or break us if we let them. With your hosts, Drew and Daniela, take our hands and let's walk this journey together. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Meaningful Hearts podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about memories and why they're important, how do they affect us, and what role do they play. Um, To start off with, I thought it would be a good idea to actually put Drew on the spot a little bit and ask him a little bit about a good memory or maybe a few good memories that he, you, Drew, have or has I what memories do i has i has good memories <laughs> let me further clarify drew what is a when i ask the question share a really fond memory that you have what is something that comes to mind i would say a reoccurring one um i listen i love our relationship and there's so many memories that we're making but doesn't have to be about well us. you didn't let me finish <laughs> damn i know so I don't know if anybody knows this, but if you don't, now you do. I love pizza. Pizza is a is a passion. Shocker. It's a passionate food for me. Uh it's simple. I mean, who who doesn't like pizza? I don't know a person that doesn't like pizza that does like that doesn't like pizza, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. for me, when I pass by a pizzeria, or maybe I'm just in a neighborhood where I smell pizzeria pizzeria <laughs> do i smell pizza <laughs> i get i get that i get a yourself. flashback to when i was a kid <laughs> and this was a very long time ago they had arcade machines inside pizzerias and what an arcade machine is it's a video game that you could put a quarter in and play <laughs> while you wait for your food um, <laughs> i think people at yeah, least know no, what an arcade game is so for me, the whole nostalgia behind going into a pizzeria and smelling the pizza cooking, seeing the arcade machine there, and just the excitement, the simple excitement, it always, I always revert back to it. It gives me like this joy and this blissful feeling, and I can always revisit it and it never seems to fail me. Even when I'm a little bit down, I can revert back to that because I guess... Uh, a slice of pizza or ordering a pizza it's like my cheer up food like if i just wanted to have something real cheap but delicious always hits the spot and always makes me smile pizza would be that thing plus it's it's sort of a, a bonding uh, mechanism between me and my father who didn't really have a great relationship but when it came to talking about pizza and and sports but pizza in particular we were on the same page we just you know you a good pie <sighs> Man, that crust, it was perfect. Or that, you know, like the bubble, you know, you just talk about it and just, you guys are on the same page. We were on the same page when it came to pizza. And we we just knew like, yeah, yeah, you got to try this. Oh, this, let me tell you. So for me, it's a very good feeling. And it's something simple as a food, but it really, uh, it's it's a go-to memory um, that I, that I revisit often. Hmm. That is nice. I mean, nice is like an understatement, but it sounds like there is uh, 
a deeper meaning than just the fact that it's a pizza itself. I mean, yes, there is value in the pizza itself, but it does sound like for you, uh, it became a way to bond with somebody who you didn't necessarily have a, a great relationship with, which, you know, that's also something that you can take with you throughout your life. Yes. Now, I'm curious as to if you have maybe not a reoccurring memory, but just a good memory. Like when you think about a really good memory that you have um, that isn't with you and I, because <laughs> I know we have so many, what's something that comes to mind? Damn, so pizza is not good enough, huh? I got I to dig deeper. <laughs> I would say I would say I would say another good one. Um, I revert back to sports as a as a teenager um, playing baseball, and just the success of my first home run. I would say, like in a game situation, I hit a grand slam. Um, my manager uh, believed in me, and he gave me a really good opportunity. And and he just told me before, you know, listen you got this, you could do this. And I took that with me and I remember hitting the ball and I, I mean, I crushed it and I ran around the bases and I couldn't believe I did it. And it was just so, it was just so amazing. Like something you have to experience like in, in triumph in sports. If you don't play sports, there's gotta be something that you've made progress in or you did something that, open up everybody's eyes and everybody's looking like, Oh man, you did it. You, you rose above the the turmoil. And so for me, that was such a great experience. Not only that, but doing something I've never done before and, 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 and being so proud of it and, you know, being, being, uh, congratulated by my team at, at, at the home plate. When you get home, when you get to home plate, everybody's waiting there for you. Can't believe you just you hit a, you know, four runs in one shot. And my manager was just like over the moon about it. It was, it was a it was a really awesome experience. Um, rest in peace um, to Jerry. Jerry was my manager. He uh, he got killed, but he was an awesome awesome guy. And uh, yeah, I live with that memory. That's a really good one. Hmm. Um. So it's not that the first one wasn't good enough. First of all, <laughs> just gonna hone in on that there. Um. But it was more to show that you can have different memories and they're part of the reason why different memories are so good is because they can mean so many different things, right? On different levels. There is the memories that you have with pizza. One, it's physically, it's like a sensory experience. It's physically pleasing. It smells good. It tastes good. I mean, just the other day, <laughs> you had like a really good slice of pizza and you talked about it for like yes. three days afterward. Yes. Mr. Cheese. <laughs> it was an upside Mr. down. Mr. Cheese. Yeah, it was an upside down pizza. It was just great, right? So there is that sensory component. But for pizza, there's also that bonding um, aspect of it with your father. It was something that helped you strengthen a relationship that was pretty strained. Um, and then with the accomplishment that you shared just now, it's exactly that, you know, that memory turns up as a time where you did something that you didn't know that you could even do. Uh, you were encouraged by somebody, you remember the person, there was like part of the part of the bond but i think a majority of what i've heard in the memory that you were sharing is that sense of i did it i can't believe that i did it yes let's go like celebrating and all that stuff so there are different reasons um as to why the memories that you've just shared have affected you and i thought that those were really good examples to show a personal experience of the variety of ways memories 
can affect us, if that makes sense. So thank you for sharing. Thank you for letting me. (laughs) (laughs) So in continuing to talk about memories, I think this is a good point to do a little bit of what I call psychoeducation. So if you have a pen and paper, um, you know, I definitely maybe recommend taking a, a note or two because it's one thing when we talk about the personal ways that memories affect us and like the emotional and the mental uh, impact, but it's also good to know what it does to our brain itself, not the mind. The brain is a little bit different, I think. The mind is like the conscience, right? Uh, the brain is the actual physical, tangible thing that's in shaking back and forth inside of your skull. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> so essentially, when we learn something or when we create a memory, um, even if it's as simple as meeting somebody or trying a new slice of pizza, what our brain actually does is form connections, like physical connections. Um, the neurons in the brain uh, create these connections called synapses. Synapses, fun word, synapses, connection. In turn, what the synapses do is then create new circuits between the nerves in the brain, which ultimately help remap the brain. So grow, right? In simplest terms, the connection, like the new memory, the new experience creates a synapse, a synapse creates a connection, a connection creates a circuit, et cetera, et cetera. And then your brain continues to um, expand in uh, patients with dementia and Alzheimer's. That's why it's often emphasized, trying to focus on good memories, creating good memories, living in the present moment, because there's that fault in memory. Does that make sense so far? Okay. I hope that it makes sense. (laughs) If circuits aren't connecting, call an electrician. (laughs) I knew, I had a feeling that you would try to make uh, some type of joke you know, all that stuff. Yes, that's exactly it. Um, That's exactly a great way to put it. Essentially, memories, you know, are good for the wiring in your brain. Now, it's not just about creating the memory that's good. It's about actually taking some time to recall them. Exactly like what Drew did, 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 what Drew, excuse me, can't English today, what Drew did just now where he was able to go back and recollect a memory of having the slice of pizza where I'm sure he can like savor it in his mouth. He can smell the pizza. It can take him back to a time when he was a teenager. Um, same thing with, you know, the, the experience at baseball, you can remember details. You remember your manager's name, you know, you remember the feeling. So recalling them and there's actual research that shows that recalling memories actually helps us live or or feel more enjoyment in our lives, which I think is pretty awesome to connect both of those things together. Right. Does does that make sense? So what I also thought would be good to share with people would be ways in how people can practice recalling the memory. Um, Because believe it or not, there are specific, uh, I guess, tools that you can use to recall some of your memories like the one that Drew did just now is literally sitting down and verbalizing and sharing it out loud by either asking the question to somebody or asking the question for yourself. Now, before I give some of those things, I'm actually going to put Drew on the spot again here for a moment. What are some of the ways that you think somebody can practice not only making memories, but recalling them? I would say that the easiest way to recall a memory is always 
your senses usually. Uh, food for me, taste, smell, um, songs, music. It's crazy how I can recall where I was at a point when I heard a specific song and I'll, atta- I'll, I'll attach a song to that moment. And no matter what, I can go back. So I would say use your senses, use this thing, use things that will, 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 I guess, give you a chance to snap back in time and jog your memory. You really got to jog your memory to go back. Um, and we could attach, uh, if, if a good feeling is attached to it, it's easier to recall it as well as a bad feeling could, could do the same thing. So I think attaching some sort of like little tab, if you will, uh, to it would, would, but I think in essence, there's gotta be emotion attached to it for it to really stick. It's like they, all these things come together in a recipe and then creates a timestamp that you can you can go back to because I, I don't recall everything. I could recall a lot of things, but there are specific things effortlessly that come back to mind, like the pizza, like the home run, um, like the time I got hit in the face with a baseball bat. Very. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you exactly the field I was at. I can tell you where I was standing. You know, like it's crazy what you can recall, but I think you have to involve your senses or your emotions to kind of just tie it in um, and little things to tag it along the way. In my opinion, that's how I've done it. That's why my memory yeah. in a lot of ways, I can, I could tell you things about people that I've briefly met. And if I see them again, I could literally tell them things and like, how do you remember that? It's like, I don't know why, but I made it a point to like, remember that because I was like very, it, it was very interesting to me. Something was something, some characteristic or something they did like, Oh, you like to eat snails with peanut butter. Well, that's never going to leave me. No. I'm going to tell you, you're, <laughs> I know something that you're going to probably laugh. You, you're the person that you like snails with peanut butter. How did you know that? I'm like, Jesus Christ. I mean, fucking snails with peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> Which, hey, if you like snails and peanut butter, that's okay. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I wonder if that really exists. I mean, that's that's pretty cool. A lot of protein. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but you're definitely on a really good track because senses is an important senses sensory sensei senses either one <laughs> either one it's pretty important important component in recalling actually i remember this is kind of unrelated but still related um when i was studying for my exam one of the um study tips that i looked into was um uh, having like a scented oil taking a little bit and rubbing it on my uh like i guess yeah my wrist um i know peppermint is like good for concentration and stuff like that so doing that while i was studying actually helped me recall the information that i was learning much uh easier so yeah i can definitely definitely agree with the census part and also with the emotion because we do remember the things that uh, there's like that saying that goes, um, you may not always remember somebody's name, but you definitely remember how they make you feel. So emotions tied to memories. And hopefully the point in this episode is the importance of creating good memories because we already have enough bad memories as it is. Um, the point is to make a conscious effort to create good ones. Um, so here are some other tips in how to recall uh, and create new memories uh one of them is to play that game remember when with your friends and not just uh remember that time that we did something like really stupid it was like do you remember that time 
um, that you were having like a really hard time, how did you overcome that? What did that feel like? And getting a little bit deeper, I mean, don't get me wrong, those surface, <laughs> I can definitely have some funny conversations with my friends about the things that we've done that have been silly and funny. Those are definitely uh, welcome. But to really uh, practice the recalling of memories, getting deeper on a deeper level. Um, that's definitely one of the things. Uh, another thing is journaling. That's all something that Drew and I do. Journaling your memories. I have a journal where I uh, journal my wins of the week. In a lot of ways, those are really good memories because I think about how good that felt to accomplish those things, even if it's little things like uh, being able to do yoga or saying thank you to somebody. You know, that's another one. The more that you express appreciation, that's also creating a good memory because. For me, when I go into the office and I say, you know, to the, to the ladies that work in the office, hey, you know, you guys are awesome. Like you guys are doing an amazing job. How good they feel also makes me feel really good. And that's already a memory within itself. Um, and also, I think the last thing is looking at old photographs, uh, funny photographs, at least. <laughs> I know I definitely have a few embarrassing pictures somewhere, somewhere deep hidden. Um, but looking at those things as well, because you go back and you can remember what was it like to be there in that moment? You know, that birthday picture where they slammed your face in the cake or whatever the case may be. What was that like? Going back and replaying those things. Uh, it can be really helpful for recalling those memories that in turn shape how you physically feel because again, you're shaping the chemistry of your brain. The more that you remember good things, the better that you will feel, the more motivated you will feel. Um, it, it actually comes down to a science, which I thought was pretty interesting, if that makes sense. Yes, very interesting. <laughs> science Drew's been like nodding his head the whole time um, yeah <laughs> I mean motivation uh, is an interesting thing for me uh, it's a hard metric to actually measure because there are a lot of people that don't feel motivated you know quote unquote and they don't you know push forward or persevere but I get, I get what you're saying on that mm -hmm. I mean there's a lot of interesting things about the brain that I mean I'm sure you'll bring more to the table on that uh, which is very exciting. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right now, that was like the main thing as far as like the brain. But yes, I can hear you saying motivation is a hard thing. Um, but I also think that in making that conscious effort to create those memories, using your senses, whether it's with food, music, yes. you know, bodily sensations, um, they can certainly help or at least not decrease motivation. It can yeah, I guess it, it was it. set an environment where you'd, you know, be more inspired or even inspired to, to do more. Um, I'm inspired right now to go get some pizza. <laughs> see, see what that does see what that did though in talking about the memory of pizza how much it made you want to crave it that's so fascinating and in the same ways people who can start to practice this active not only creating the memories but also the active recall of it is a wonderful thing because not only does it help you feel good about yourself and the life that you're living and building more meaning, but it can actually help strengthen the relationships around you. That's actually how the idea for this episode, uh, or at least I first thought about it was because I was reflecting on, like I, I said to Drew actually a little beforehand, was I was reflecting on our relationship and how I just 
feel so good in our relationship, not because we don't have disagreements. I think that we've certainly had our share of them, but I also think it's the way that we handle our disagreements and the way that we help each other feel heard and supported and understood that it still creates a meaningful memory. So the negative to positive ratio is a healthy one because we have so many good things. Like we just had an awesome weekend, you know, with our friends barbecuing and, you know, I play soccer, you're cheering me on in my games. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not to say we didn't have like upsets here and there. I remember, I think getting a little frustrated because we had a hard time deciding, you know, what to eat. And I told Drew to pick <laughs> <laughs> or Drew told me to pick and then I picked and like he didn't want it. Um, so there was a little miscommunication there, right? But even now thinking about it, I can joke about it. Um, and it's not, we're not leaving these conversations or these moments feeling resentful or like things are unresolved. So yeah, I thought that it would be a um, good topic to talk about. Now, before I start to wrap up, Drew, do you think that there's anything more as we've been having this conversation that you want to add or share or a question that you well, might Well, being have? that we're talking about memories, and I'm sure you've wrote a boatload of things down while listening to this episode. Yes, yes I was taking notes. I know you were. <laughs> I'm about the people listening. <laughs> so, yes. Oh, oh, oh I thought <laughs> oh, you were talking to you, me. You're, you're like <laughs> note, note central. But yes, with that being said, if you have trouble recalling or you have trouble like digging your mind and finding memories, that's okay too. I mean, we're some people are more engaged in other other things than than I guess meaningless memories. I guess some of us were taught not to really you know dive into that and to focus and work. That's fine. Like work on that going forward. Now to be a little more intentional about like locking those those moments in. I think that's that's a good that's a good way to look at it going forward. Now that you know and you're you chose to listen to this podcast or you're choosing to do things in your life and be better every day, maybe this is one of those tools that you can put into your bucket that you can use uh for the future. So that's that's my two cents. Yeah, I think that was definitely more than two cents. That was really valuable um, because it is about normalizing that, okay, we may have a hard time recalling these memories, but that doesn't mean that we can't create new ones. And it's actually a really good transition into the question that I would, or maybe question or two that I would want to leave you, our listeners with is as cliche as it may sound, you know, throughout your life, what are some of the memories that you want to carry with you? When you play back the memory record of your life, what would you want that to look like? Would you want your life to look like uh, having a hard time, you know, reminiscing on good memories, good laughs, or do you want to be able to be, if you choose to have kids or if you choose to share it, um, what kind of stories do you want to share with them? You know, we all hear stories from, you know, senior citizens and some of them have like amazing stories because that's what they've chosen to take with them. Some are about pain and suffering, but it's also about the lessons that they've taken, the good that they've taken from it. So asking yourself this question is what, what do you want your memory record to look like? I think is a really good way to self-reflect and go on this journey of, learning yourself and memories. I agree. I agree. I agree a hundred percent. I think that for, for everyone out there that I guess, like I said, struggles with this, um, 
maybe sit down at a nursing home, have a conversation with an older person, uh, hear their regrets and hear their triumphs. It's, it's something that I eventually want to do. I just, I'm a little scared. I'm not going to lie. It's, uh, it's a little, it's, it's an emotionally intense thing for me. Um, cause I do care and to see somebody who maybe not in the best state, especially in nursing homes, it's, it's very, it's very tough. But if you do get to sure. sit next to somebody that has quite a few years on you, it's, I think it's great to have your ears open because they definitely want to share. So. Oh, for sure. And that's a new memory yes. within itself. Yes. So it is. we hope that. No, no, sorry, that's, that's, that's the perfect way to, to say it, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, I was just starting to say we hope that you've been able to take something from this episode um, and we look forward to sharing many more memories with you all. <laughs> <laughs>